Jacob deGrom dominated the headlines this weekend and dominated a lot of your questions for Mailbag Monday. And the winter meetings are here, so what do the Halos need to do? Plus, we're going to talk about your thoughts on the moves the Angels still need to make. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And John and I, thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Every show is free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you can help us out by giving us a rate and a review. And those watching on YouTube, hello, we're glad that you're here. You can let us know that you're here with a like, a comment, and make sure that you're subscribed to the show. And then there's a little bell. Click that, and you'll be notified every time a new episode drops. Hey, thanks for being here with us, and happy Monday to you. It's Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, Mike, but my winning streak is over. COVID (laughs) finally caught me after three years, but... I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to do the show. It's nice to have something to do. And I've yeah. got my my tea in this angel cup from the 80s. I found it at a thrift store, and uh, it's pretty I like cool. I that logo. So I know. Good. I know. I got a, uh, an excuse to use it. So, so you're playing um, injured is what you're telling me. I'm playing injured. <laughs> I'm down for the count. But you know what? It's about time it caught up with me, I guess. You can't you can't live forever, Mike. Did they say that you had to retire because this was just going to be debilitating and that you're not going to be able to come back? And now you're like, proving them wrong? Are you pulling like a Mike, Mike Trout, Trout, John? Back injury. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you hey, made we, it. I'm glad you're on the show. Yes, yes. And thanks for being here with us. Hopefully I can still keep everybody entertained. So, hey, we actually had quite a few mailbag questions this week. It's our we favorite did. day of the week. You locked on Angels listeners and viewers Sent in tons of questions. The big headline, of course, was going into the weekend, Jacob deGrom signing for $37 million a year, Woo! Mike. Uh, he's going to get $30 million, but it averages out to about $37 million, Yeah, and he's going to be there. And There's a five-year deal and a sixth-year option. Right. He's 34, uh, so that's kind of the background on that. So A with AM Baseball 22 said, do you guys like the deGrom move? Cassidy Pocock said, no question, just DeGrom in division frustration. Yeah, And then they said, uh, 81 Aloha said, how does Texas get Jacob DeGrom and we can't? Well, Uh. there's a very simple answer to that. The Rangers are now sitting at $192 million in the luxury tax payroll, and that now includes DeGrom's $37 million uh, luxury tax annual value. So the tricky wow. thing about payroll is that, yes, you do have a base salary, of course, for contracts that you have uh, in, in ink, right? But then you, the average annual value actually goes against the luxury tax. So there's like a, a, a literal payroll value, and then there's a luxury tax payroll. And the Rangers are at $192 million. That's after getting $37 million of DeGrom. So they had room for it. The Rangers yep. had room to do it. Yeah. Seven of their uh seven of the guys on the roster are on contracts. Obviously, Corey Seeger and Marcus Semyon being two of them, huge contracts. The rest of them, arbitration eligible or pre-arb. So they have very good players who are not quite in the contract years yet. So right. that gave them plenty of room to make this move. But Mike, I'm can't say I'm too worried. How about you? I'm not worried. I don't have the stats in front of me, but 
We seem to handle those great pitchers. Verlander was somebody that didn't scare us. Yeah. We would come yeah. after him, and that's because we've got Shohei Otani and Mike Trout on our team. And somebody like Jacob deGrom, I mean, I, I, I've i seen the highlights from the last couple of days of Mike Trout hitting a home run in the All-Star game <laughs> against deGrom, right? So yes. I think that Trout and those guys are going to figure him out. Where he benefits the Rangers is going to be all of the games that he potentially will pitch for them throughout or the season. Or doesn't pitch. Right? And that's why I said potentially, because right. he may not be, right? Like, uh, Edwin Diaz had more innings pitched than Jacob deGrom did last Ooh. year, and Edwin's Edwin is the closer for the Mets. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I mean, this move is a great move. I, I would have loved to have DeGrom on our team. I know he's a big, big risk, but here's here's where I would push back. Everybody's saying, all right, Angels, you got to respond and you got to do something. Did we, did we forget that we signed Tyler Anderson and we made two really good trades and we were stoked about that and fired up about that? And let us not forget that a good team with superstars like Shohei and Mike Trout, they need pieces. We don't need another out-of-this-world, out-of-their-mind type of player. Would it be nice? Absolutely. But what we need is pieces. And that's what Perry Manassian is doing. He's piecing together this team. I remember the 0-2 team. You think about Troy Gloss, and you think about Garrett Anderson, and you think about Tim Salmon. The, the names we don't remember on that team that were actually significant, Scott Spezio, Brad Fulmer, David mm. Eckstein, Adam mm. Kennedy, right? Like these guys were on that team and 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 they were fantastic for this team. I remember uh Palmero when he was out there. He didn't hit a home run that year, but he hit like um 299 or something like that mm. and he was he was filling in. Alex Ochoa was a great outfielder that came in at the right time for us in 02. So That's a let's, name. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not get ahead of what Perry's trying to do here. He's piecing together a competitive team that I think will be really really competitive next season and will be in the race for at least a wild card, potentially the West. Well, I think what people want is that final nail in the coffin that's really going to solidify the the needs that the Angels have. And whether that's a shortstop or another starting pitcher, that's actually the next set of questions. The winter meetings are here. The Angels still have some work to do to kind of fill out the rest of the roster. And a lot of that is what the Angels are going to do in their next big move. And of course, the winter meetings began yesterday, and uh, we could be getting headlines at any moment about the Angels. But uh, Chewing Records 101 said, what could the Angels' uh, next big free agent move be? Elgato Gordo 7 said, do we go after a shortstop or uh, in a trade or in a or a free agent shortstop and then James Barton on Instagram said hypothetical if we can only make one more move this season what would it be like signing a shortstop trade for pitching add another starter for me Mike I think you trade for shortstop at this point I think that makes the most sense and we'll get into some of the options a little bit later if they sign a shortstop and address other needs through trades I'm fine with that too I just think that the priority here is shortstop And I actually think the trade route is probably the best way to go because there's actually some good options out there. What about you? What's the what's the big move that needs to happen next? I think the bullpen has to be addressed unless they're really Mm. confident in some of these guys coming up like a Ben Joyce and Chris Rodriguez being healthy. But at this point, there hasn't been any indication that that's where they're going right now. And so I think you have to address the bullpen so that you're confident in what you're doing in the pen. And maybe they're super confident in Jimmy Herget, which is fantastic. 
fantastic. I mean, the guy's great. If they're not going to do something for the bullpen, then I would love to see another bat. And if it's a shortstop, that'd be great. And I think, Johnny, you're right. It's going to be a trade. I don't think they're going to lock themselves down for too long with a shortstop. I think the only yeah. guy that I that would be maybe a good fit for us financially, not necessarily defensive-wise or uh, for offense is Dansby Swanson. I think Dansby, mm-hmm. you could probably get him for five or six years and, and, and not necessarily like have to, to break the bank for him. Like you would for maybe yeah. a Trey Turner or a Carlos Correa. Yeah. I'm mean, going back to your point about the bullpen. Herget's not going to be your closer. I don't think that that is the direction they go. I mean, the guy's nasty and filthy, but he's not your prototypical closer. Right. Uh, I think, I think they're going to roll with the right hand, that day or the left hand, but yeah. the right guy uh, at that time. <laughs> yeah. So Max Torres, 900. Should the Angels get a big name shortstop or trade for another average arm? Real quick, I, I think they trade for a shortstop and I think you sign somebody like a Taiwan Walker because at the end of the day, I think there are plenty more arms out there yeah. that you can sign on an Angels affordable deal to kind of round out your rotation. I think, again, I I think they really trade for a shortstop. What do you think? I I would love to see them get that shortstop. I would love to see them go and and sign that piece, trade for that piece is probably what they're going to do. And then if they end up getting somebody for that rotation, it's obviously got to be a right-hander. And I love the name Taiwan Walker. I I still like James Talion. I think that uh, Taiwan or whatever, he's still out there as well. And and I had a great season. He was part of my GM episode. And so I, I think... It'd be great for us to pursue him. I think he'd slot really well into this starting rotation. David Fletcher Stan on Twitter sent us a, a DM. You can always get us uh, by direct message. He said, what do you see the Angels planning to do with the infield? And if they sign one of the big four shortstops, Rendon is projected at third, Urshela at short, and Renjifo or Fletcher at second. I think the solution is Urshela is going to play wherever there's an opening on that particular yeah. day. So if, if they trade or sign a shortstop, you'll see Urshela at third on Rendon's day off. Uh, if if he's playing second, um, then that probably means Fletcher and Renjifo have a day off. Or if they don't get that shortstop, Fletcher's playing shortstop, right? Which I think they need to go and get some sort of shortstop to uh, cement that you have a strong offensive and defensive shortstop. And then, you know, I think if Walsh needs a day off, you'll see Urshela at first yeah. as well. So it's really going to be who's not in and where is Urshela going to plug in? For the day, so yeah, agree. I don't think that means that we'll be missing out on on Renhifo or Fletcher. I just think it means that Urshela is going to get playing time wherever there's an opening there. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. And and I think what we're finding with Urshela is he is going to be bouncing around. And if somebody is going to be at short and it's not going to be one of these big name guys, I would assume it's probably going to be David Fletcher because he's the most solid defensive player we have. Uh, Renhifo's great, but he did make, I think he had like 16 errors or something like that last he's season. Better at, so he's better at second he base. He is better yeah. at second base. So I think Fletcher will be at short if they don't sign the big shortstop. Hey, Healy Bruce also sent us a Twitter GM. He said, with all the talk about shortstop, would not any of the big names block Neto from working on a long uh, or, or from Neto from coming up if the big name shortstop got a long term contract. Uh, if that happens, Neto is going to figure to be a second baseman, maybe even a third baseman. But middle infielders in the minor leagues are always adjustable. Yeah. At this point in their careers, Neto can play wherever there's a need. 
And more than likely, if the Angels were to get some sort of long-term shortstop solution and wanted to bring Zach Neto up, they'll find a way to do it. And and if it's going to be second base, then it'll be second base for sure. John, we got this one from uh, Manny on Twitter. He said, have the Angels actually been connected to any of the big-name shortstops this offseason? Hey, there's a trend in these questions. Uh, Shortstop, (laughs) do the Angels even have a realistic chance to make a run for like Correa or Swanson? Because all we know, most Angel fans on social media are clamoring for Correa. Correa or Dansby Swanson. What you and I have seen is more maybe connection with Swanson um, because he's been in Atlanta and that's where Perry is from. And then we hear a lot yeah. of ru- rumors about Correa, but they've they've only been rumors. I think that Angel fans have started. But what, <laughs> have you heard anything other than that, Johnny? No, I don't think so. Not not Angels and Correa. That's for sure. Here's something that we always see every season. You hear rumors about the Angels, about them being connected to certain players. And that usually comes from, of course, the sports writers, and they're getting that information from the free agent player's agent. That's hard to say. Easy for you to say. The agents are trying to drum up interest in their players, and usually they tie the Angels to them because the Angels are usually in on, on somebody. But here's what I think. I think Perry, he's made some very early and intentional moves to piece together the team and get the depth pieces that we need. And so perhaps because there's not that much out there about what the Angels are doing, it's more about doing and less talking, right? Perry's going out there and getting the guys that he wants via trade, via free agent signing. And and maybe something about that tells me that maybe Perry Manassian has learned to play this game a little bit in the last few years that he's been the GM. And, And especially because he already got some deals done, I think he's just going out there and getting to work, honestly. All right, coming up on Locked on Angels, does Justin Verlander make sense for the Halos? We're going to talk that through, but first, Locked on Angels is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer to esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net, and if you love sports podcasts, which we know you do, you can check out betting sports podcasts at BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed, so you can head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. We want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. And for your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, like Mike and I and our 49ers losing their quarterback for the rest of the season. Go Ugh. beyond the scoreboard Ugh. and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today is available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Here's a, uh, a question that has been brought up a few times. I've seen it on Twitter as well. Cordez on Twitter. He said, what do you all think of this trade proposal? Mm-hmm. Angels received Tim Anderson from the White Sox and Jose Ruiz, who was 1-0 with a 460 ERA, a 1.42 whip in 2022. The White Sox get Renjifo, Ben Joyce, and Mason Albright, which is the Angels' 23rd ranked prospect. Cordez from Twitter thinks that both sides benefit from this deal. What say you, Johnny? I, I really like Cordez's like creativity and, and this idea and, and looking for a deal that benefits both sides. It, it seems realistic. I think that you might be giving too much up if you give away Ben Joyce and Mason Albright. And the reason why is because I think 
Tim Anderson's defensive metrics have not been very good at shortstop yeah. the last few years. In 2022, yeah. he had a negative 3.5 ultimate zone rating that kind of encapsulates everything that they do well or not do well right. at their position. He had negative seven defensive runs saved. Now, granted, that was only uh, 691 innings compared to 1,048 innings in 21. In 2021, Tim Anderson had a negative 0.9 ultimate zone rating and three defensive runs saved. But since 2019, he's been hurt with groin strain and an ankle injury and hamstring injury. So he's not the most consistently healthy guy at a very physically demanding position. And I think that you probably have better options out there than Tim Anderson. Great bat, great offense. Yeah. But with the shift going away, I think defense is going to be that much more of a priority for for players. And then uh, why don't you talk about Jose Ruiz who would theoretically come over in this trade. Yeah, Ruiz, some of the stats on him is he's got great velocity and a whiff rate, but he's he's in the 2% percentile in hard hit. And so uh, that's his biggest weakness. So there are people making great contact against him. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why you see, and you only see it in just the little stats that, that uh, Hortez uh, shared with us, but he has a 460 ERA. I know that that's not complete, but the 1.4 whip, is really what mm-hmm. would concern me, right? Like, we don't need another guy that's trying to figure it out. We need a guy that actually has figured it out that's coming into our bullpen. So, John, here's a question from Instagram. AJ Ramos, uh, 0214, Burns and Adamus or Bieber and Rosario, meaning would we trade <laughs> for these two guys or would we trade for these two guys? Yeah, man, I am a huge fan of Ahmed Rosario. Even if we didn't get uh, Shane Bieber, almost said Justin Bieber, uh, I would still want to get baby, Rosario baby. somehow. And I actually, Mike, uh, it, I was convinced on Sunday after I, I tweeted kind of a series of tweets about the four big shortstops and how they perform defensively. And then somebody brought up Ahmed Rosario. And listen to this. In 2022, he had a 9.4 ultimate zone rating, six defensive runs saved, only 12 errors through the season. Wow. And every year that he's played shortstop, uh, from the Mets to the Guardians, he started with a negative 5.2 ultimate zone rating, and now he's got a positive 9.4 with Cleveland wow. this year. And he's he's got one year left in arbitration. Cleveland has some needs. They they love defensive catchers. Hello, Max Stassi. <laughs> uh, they need first base. They need a DH type. Joe Adele? I don't know. Uh, mm. Pitching, always a premium as well. I mean, we have a, a wealth of pitchers that we could trade from. One comment that came up was uh, from our friends over at angelswin.com on Twitter. They said they've heard Cleveland wants the moon for Ahmed Rosario, but they do kind of have that habit of trading away those guys who are on the verge of making a lot of money. So I think that if you gave them what they needed and put together the right package, obviously you'd probably have to give away a prospect or two, but... I love Rosario. If if they threw in Shane Bieber, I know that would take a lot more. But Burns and Adamas isn't a bad option either. What do you think about A.J. Ramos' question? I love Ahmed Rosario as well. And he reminds me of all of the, the young guys that they've had on their team that they've ended up trading away. I think having him on our team would be great. I wonder what the moon would mean. I wonder what the moon is for <laughs> the Guardians, right? Like, is it like a Joe Adele and a Louis Renhifo and a, a 
maybe a prospect or two. Like, I wonder what that actually means. And we have the pitching prospects to be able to do that because we haven't traded away any of those good guys. Maybe we'd throw in a Chase Silseth. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like something's cooking, John. And speaking of, of Perry and, and cooking, uh, Michelle Moe on Twitter asked us, is Perry looking to add a proven closer, maybe a left-handed bat off the bench who can play outfield and some first base? What do you think about that? It doesn't seem like we've been connected to any closers so right. I'm, I'm expecting some kind of surprise I mean last week you and I went through the bullpen options from the majors to the minors and who could possibly emerge as a closing type I think Ben Joyce obviously is the the most obvious one uh, but I was looking around the league and the Orioles are a good example of a young bullpen who had guys change roles over the years Jorge Lopez was a starter turned closer they eventually traded him to the Twins, and now Felix Felix Bautista, who is a uh, was a rookie last season, he was closing games for the Orioles. So they have a young bullpen, and if you have confidence in those pitchers, I think the Orioles kind of show that you can you can go a long way if you put some trust into the young guys. Not too many innings, not too many uh, long situations. Like let the the guys who are used to that, the guys with experience, handle those things, but. Yeah, we have a ton of options, and I'm sure that somebody within the system could emerge as a closer if the Angels don't go out and sign one. How about this, Mike? Nathan Davis on Twitter said, if the Halos really want to win now, how about Verlander and Trey? What do you think about that? Wow, Trey I mean, Turner and that's, Verlander. that's money, money, money right there, right? And I think with, yeah. with Verlander... He's he's old. I mean, he's forty, right? Like, and so still good. But he is still good. I don't, you know, like, it, here's the question though: is he is he Nolan Ryan, <laughs> right? Like when Nolan Ryan pitched until he was ninety six and threw like forty five no hitters when he was in his fifties, right? You know, like, I mean, that guy was incredible. Or is he on the verge of like now starting to slow down a little bit? Right. That's what you I, don't know. I, you just don't know that, right? And you're gonna you're gonna make a huge investment in him, whether it's a one year deal or not. It sounds like he wants a Max Scherzer deal, which is a three-year, you know, $40 million a year. And right Right. now, if the Angels were going to not not be over the luxury tax uh, that 40 million dollar deal would be it like they wouldn't be able to do anything else because they're at like 190 198 right now i i like trey turner john i i just don't think that his defensive metrics his numbers really equate to like hey we're gonna have a really strong defender out there it's really gonna be gonna be mostly offense yeah it's really gonna be more of the bat right like i'm looking at the numbers right now he had a negative 0.7 uzr a negative one defensive run safety had 16 errors Last year, when you're on the Dodgers, you can cover that up, but not anywhere else. And so I just yeah. don't know if that's actually a good, a, a really good move for us. What do you think? I love the speed. I love the offense, but uh, those are two things that go away with age. Mm-hmm. And all you really have left is your glove and speed is involved in shortstop as well. So I, I, I'm still really on board with that Ahmed Rosario trade. I really yeah. love that idea because he's 27. Too. Right. He's a young, young dude. He's a young guy. So yep. um, how about uh, from... The Halo homie on Twitter, he said, hey, fellas, <laughs> if the Halos miss out on the top four free agent shortstops, I believe a Javi Baez trade for shortstop would be a great option. Gives Neto a chance to get experience in the minors. Then the Halos can go ahead and sign top-notch starting pitcher and fix the bullpen. What do you think? What do you think, Mike? Javi Baez, uh, 2017, 2018, maybe this mm-hmm. would be a really good move, but you're adding they 23. last year, honestly. Right? Yeah, <laughs> but you're adding $23 million to your team. And Javi just doesn't seem like he's got it right now. Maybe he's just not yeah. motivated. 
uh, in Detroit, and and so that's why he's having an issue. But he just doesn't seem like he's the same guy that he was when he was with the Cubs and when yeah. he was running to first base and then re- ran back home and then ended up getting to second base and they scored a run. Remember that whole mess? That was that was yes. awesome. So um, yeah, I, I don't know about that. Even with a trade, you you take on twenty three million dollars a year and and then you can't sign starting pitching. You can't sign right. a bullpen. So even through a trade, that's going to add some uh some dollars there hey how about this scott mcguff is a pitcher who was in the mlb and went over to japan in the npb and so uh kentaro nishi 24 on twitter said how about getting scott mcguff he played with the tokyo yakult swallows team in npb last hmm. season had 38 saves hey i know yakult yakult probiotic <laughs> He'll definitely bolster the bullpen also a similar situation with the padres getting roberto suarez last season which ended up very well. Scott McGuff wants to come back to MLB, Mike. And in 55 games, he went 2-2. Two and two. He had 38 saves, wow. a 235 ERA in 53 and two-thirds innings pitched, a 9.69 whip, and 59 strikeouts. It's Compare good. that to Roberto Suarez in his last year in the NPB. He had 62 games, 1-1, one one, 42 saves, a 1.16 ERA, and a 7.70 whip what do you think about this well I, I think these are the creative moves that Perry Manassian has already shown that he has the ability to do and yeah. I love I love these two ideas I, or at least this one idea I think it might be it might be worth a uh, might be worth a check under the hood just to see if this is something that the angels could actually pull off yeah I think uh, it's not a bad idea I think it's it's uh if if it works out it's beneficial to the angels probably a middle of the bullpen kind of guy, like a 6th, 7th, or 8th inning kind of guy. He might not close. I know Roberto Suarez didn't really close except for getting one save with the Padres. So, yeah, Scott McGuff, somebody to watch out for, does want to come back to MLB. So thank you, Kentaro Nishi24, for bringing that to everybody's attention. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Simply Safe. During the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package theft, they spike nationally. It's why our friends at Simply Safe Home Security are offering Locked On Angel listeners 40% off their award-winning security system so that more families can feel safe and secure this holiday season. They're a home security system with HD cameras for inside and outside of your house. They have advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, even hazard sensors that detect fires and floods and other threats in your home. And with the top-rated Simply Safe, app. Being safe is convenient and easy. You can stay in complete control of your system anytime and anywhere. You can arm and disarm your house anytime, anywhere. You can unlock the front door for guests, access your cameras, or even adjust your settings. So don't miss this chance to save big on the only security system that we recommend here at Locked On. Get 40% off a new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. And remember, there's no safe like Simply Safe. got a few more questions to get to just kind of random here and there questions one came from at ae91581 that's not my pin number i promise mlb fan (laughs) on twitter said hey guys i just saw mets and dodgers twitter community they have made up their mind that otani is coming to their team in 2024 uh, I think even if the Angels get to the postseason, he's gone because there seems to be the overpaying of stars, and I think he gets $50 million. What do you think? Yes, I think he does get $50 million. He'll probably get more than $50 million, but here's the thing. Everybody thinks that they have a claim on Shohei Otani, but I always say this. Ready, Mike? Yep. 
Where were you when <laughs> Shohei Otani had to have Tommy John surgery? Where were you when he couldn't pitch for two seasons? And where were you when he had a terrible hitting season in 2020? And all the Angel fans and the Angels organization stuck with him because they believed in Shohei Otani. I don't think the Mets were there. I don't think the Dodgers were there. I don't think anybody who thinks that they can just throw money at Shohei Otani uh, were there. And I think that he is very loyal. I think that he wants to win with the Angels. And so the Angels have just as good a chance as anybody else to sign him for beyond 2023, especially with new ownership coming in. Mets fans and Dodger fans are just wishing upon a star and they're assuming (laughs) that Shohei is not loyal and doesn't like Anaheim. And if you just throw money at him, they're going to come to their team. They're going to be shocked when that doesn't happen because I think Shohei Otani is staying. I don't think he's going anywhere. And I think they're going to announce a deal either at spring training or sometime during the season. I don't Mm. think that they're going to let Shohei get through this season with just a one year contract. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Jcano89 on Twitter said, "Do you feel next year will be a major reflection of Perry's direction with the team considering how much control he's been given? Do you feel the combination of a new owner and a lackluster season could mean the end of his time?" with the halos. How do you feel about that, Mike? I think it would be a perfect time to reset if it's not going to go well. However, I think that Perry has shown this offseason that he wants it to go well. Yeah. And I would be shocked if we do not finish in the wild card race at least because the moves that he has made have been really great and he's not done yet. Winter meetings are happening. And so I think there's more to come and we can expect Perry to do what Perry does well and that's find the right players for the right positions. I, I think it's going to go well this season and considering that we started out fairly well without the depth pieces that we truly needed uh, I think that Perry's made a lot of improvements there and there's still more to do and still more great things happening yeah uh John Charlie Hess on Twitter said everyone talks about the need for pitching or better offense one thing we overlook is hiring good training and physical therapy staff it seems we have a lot of fluke injuries that can be avoided what are your thoughts on this topic John I really feel like some of the moves they've made to get some of the stat guys and get some of the analytics guys has been a really great move we haven't really heard anything about the the physical therapy side of things but we have seen some names come in there hasn't been a lot of details about them but I feel like this is something that they began to address last season just simply having the physical therapy guys and having the guys that were working with them the doctors giving updates as to what's happening with each of the players yeah the updates are coming from the medical people not from Joe Madden it was a lot more clear right. this season right the other thing is remember how much Tommy John went around it was like a epidemic among the angels and that has everything to do with training and physical therapy and all of that i think we're in a much better place doctor wise and physical therapy wise i mean they figured out what was going on with trout and he's got to do about 10 more minutes of stretching before each game to make sure his back stays healthy look there's some injuries that happened especially last season i want to say like with rendon Fouling a ball off your knee, fouling a ball off your thigh. Like, that's going right. to hurt, and that's going right. to put you out. And those are fluky things that happen. But as far as the wrist injury goes with Rendon, I mean, yeah, that's something that needs to be addressed. Hopefully that they've taken care of that. You know, Fletcher has had his hips not under him. Rendon had the same issue last season. So, yes, there are injuries that happen but, but stuff like that, I mean, gosh, that's a repetitive motion of, of a third baseman. Uh, of course, your wrist is going to get 
messed up or if you're playing shortstop like David Fletcher or second base or third base like Rendon, your your hips are going to hurt because you're doing so much move it, moving over there. So right. I, I think that we're in a much better place than we were uh, a few years ago when it seemed like everybody was getting hurt and nobody could stay right. on the field. And these guys are getting older. Rendon's in his 30s. Trout's in his 30s. I'm going to be 34 this month. so oh, I'm, I'm, Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> getting old, Mike. I'm getting old. Yeah, hey, TurboJ911 said, if we stay healthy, what are the chances of us winning the West? What do you think? I think that what we saw at the beginning of this last season is the team that we're going to see this next season. The 27 mm-hmm. and 17 Angels that were battling for first place is the team that we're going to see this next season. And I, yeah. I and I think the Astros are going to be tough, and I think the Mariners are going to be tough. I'm not yeah. sure if the Rangers are going to be as tough as everybody's making it out to be. No, I think I they still think have so. some pieces. But yeah. I really think that we're going to be competitive. We're going to be in the race. And I think that if we don't win the West, we're at least in one of those top wildcard spots. I'm not afraid of the Mariners. I know that it was a yeah. close margin, but we outbeat them 10 wins to nine losses this season. Yeah. And three or four of those games came with the triple AAA angels, the yeah. quad a angels. Yep. And those were all losses and no Mike trout. So I understand that they, they just made that trade for Colton Wong, which is a great move. And I like, I like the players on the Mariners. I'm not a, a huge fan of the fans because they right. <laughs> suddenly got too big for their britches last season. Right. But I think the, the players are great. They have a ton of talent. They have some great starting pitching. Um, when Cy Young winner Robbie Ray is like your fourth starter in the rotation because like guys like Logan Gilbert are so much better, that's saying something. So they're going to be tough. But at the end of the day, I still think the Angels have the edge on those yeah. guys. John, can I just say one thing? Yes. When, when we get to the playoffs next year, we're going to have one episode where I'm going to be intolerable. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go off. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be so arrogant and Bring act it. like we have. Oh my gosh! And act like we have been in the playoffs every single year. I'm gonna be yeah. so intolerable. Yeah. And then, Locked on Angel fans, I just need you to share this on all of the Mariner Twitter pages and all of <laughs> anything that you can. I'm just gonna be so annoying, and and it won't be hard for me to be that way. But I'm gonna be so annoying, and it's gonna be so awesome. So I, I'm making that commitment right now. When we're good and we I'll win, I'm, here we go. <laughs> here yep. we go. Deal. Hey. <laughs> hey, final final questions. Just a comment from Anthony Agalus, frequent commenter. Hey, Merry Christmas, guys. No He's question. Just wanted to wish you both an amazing holiday. Thank you, Anthony. Love it. Appreciate your questions. Always appreciate your listen and your view. Thanks for being here with us. And, and that goes to uh, everybody else listening as well. Well, thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen today. We appreciate all of your questions. Now for your next listen, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. They're sharing some of the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. They're available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, get at us on Twitter at Lockdown Angels and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to comment below the video on YouTube, you can do that as well. We love hearing from you. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Well, we're going to be here for any breaking news from the winter yes. meetings, obviously for the Angels. But if there's other big news, we'll share it with you here on Lockdown Angels. But tomorrow, we're going to take a look at the key hitters in the Angels lineup and ask this question. Are they really coming through when we need them the most? And the stats are really interesting. So we hope you'll join us tomorrow on Lockdown Angels. That's going to be a great conversation, and we hope you'll join us for that. I think I hit my limit from the time that we started this podcast. 
the COVID is catching up with me. <laughs> time <laughs> so to end it. It's time to shut it down. <laughs> time to say goodbye. So until tomorrow's show, everybody, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Angels, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow.